Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hadley's Books. And today, I'm going um, to go over the next three books uh, that I'm going to read this year. I'm hoping to get to um, at least these three books um, by the end of the year. I am currently, and I am finishing up um, the Midnight Library, um, but I am... A good chunk through that book, and hopefully I will finish it by the end of today. I will write a review and um, do a podcast on that and get that out to you uh, by uh, hopefully by the middle of this week. And then I will move on uh, to my next book. But um, I have a... Originally, I had a goal of... Uh, to read at least 25 books this year. I've surpassed that um, due to quarantine. But I've set out um, a new goal for myself to read 50 books. And I'm at book, um, round book 33 um, of this year. So I probably won't reach my goal of 50 books. Um, but I'm going to get as close to that as I possibly can. Um, so, I'm going to um, tell you about the three books that I want to read by the end of this year. And then, hopefully, I'll give you a list of other books that I'm hoping to um, possibly get to. Um, or at least start by the end of this year. So, the um, first book uh, following the Midnight Library that I want to read is uh, the ever-popular uh, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, a novel by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, I got this book through um, Book of the Month. It was a very um, popular book. Um, heard a lot of great things about it. Everybody that's read it has enjoyed it. Um, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read the synopsis of it and... Um, tell you a little bit about why I picked it. Um, So here it goes. Uh, Aging and reclusive Hollywood movie icon Evelyn Hugo is finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous and scandalous life. But when she chooses an unknown magazine reporter, Monique Grant, for their job, no one is more astounded by the, by, uh, no one is more astounded than Monique herself. Why her? Why now? Monique is not exactly on the on top of the world. Her husband has left her, and her professional life is going nowhere. Regardless of why Evelyn has selected her to write her biography, Monique is determined to use this opportunity to jumpstart her career. Summoned to Evelyn's luxurious Manhattan apartment, Monique listens to the fascination of as Evelyn tells her story. From making her way to Los Angeles in the 1950s to her decision to leave show business in the 80s, and of course, the seven husbands along the way. Evelyn unspools a tale of ruthless ambition, unexpected friendship, and a great forbidden love. Monique begins to feel a real, very real connection to the legendary star, but as Evelyn's story nears its conclusion, it becomes clear that her life intersects with Monique's own in tragic and irre- irreversible ways. 
written with Reed's signature talent for creating complex, likable characters. This is a mesmerizing journey through the splendor of old Hollywood into the harsh realities of the present days as two women struggle with what it means and what it costs to face the truth. Um, I picked this book because I'm always, um, I've always been interested in, in Hollywood and the Hollywood scene and the glamorous life and, uh, celebrities and celebrities' lives and the celebrities' backstories and everything like that. And so reading the story about old Hollywood, um, learning more about that, even though it's a fictional story, um, you know, I've heard a lot of great things about this book, um, so I hope that I'll enjoy it as much as, uh, other people have, um, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading about old Hollywood and, um, that book, but the, uh, next book that I want to pick up and, um, hopefully get to by the end of the year is, uh, In Five Years, it's a novel, um, by Rebecca, uh, Sherelle? Sure. Yeah, Sherelle. Um, the author of The Dinner List. Now, this was a book um, that was also highly recommended. It was a Good Morning America uh, book, um, book club book for, uh, doesn't say which month, but. Um, it was originally published in 2020. Yeah, so it was the beginning of 2020, I believe. And, um, yeah, I think it was the first hardcover edition was published in, two, in um, March of 2020. So, anyway, I've heard a lot of great things about this. Um, it's set in New York City in the winter of the winter time in New York City, um, and it has a lot of great detail about, like, the winter time, um, in the city, and has a lot of, I've heard of that, it has a lot of great descriptions, um, of the landscape and everything, uh, in this book, so anyway, here it goes, uh, it says, uh, Danny Corin, uh, Cohan lives her life by the numbers, her every goal has long been mapped out and accounted for. To her mind, the unpredictable does not exist. To her mind, the unpredictable does not exist. She is nothing like her lifelong best friend, the wild, whimsical, believes in fate, Bella. So when Danny is asked the proverbial question at the most important interview of her career, she has miraculously crafted answer at the ready. Later, after nailing her interview and accepting her boyfriend's marriage proposal, Danny goes to sleep knowing she is right on track to achieve her five-year plan. But when she awakens, she is suddenly in a different apartment with a different ring on her finger and beside, and beside a very different man. Danny spends one hour exactly five years in the future, before she awake, before she awakes again, in her own home on the brink of midnight. But is it one hour she cannot? But is but it is one hour she cannot shake. She tries to move on, 
by burying herself in work and striving to excel, barreling towards the, that five-year goal. But everything changes the night that. Uh, but everything changes the night that she, in the most unimaginable way, comes face to face with him, the man from her long ago dream. Danny's hard-held plan begins to unravel as she is pulled faster and faster towards that unfaithful hour. And five years is an unforgettable love story, but it is not the one you're expecting. Expertly paced, finely observed, and utterly heartbreaking. That is a book readers will not be able... This is a book that book readers will not be able to put down. So this kind of is like uh, 13 going on 30, like five years of the future, like... Um, kind of has that 13 going on 30 vibes where, you know, she goes to sleep wishing she, you know, where she, like, goes to sleep one at one time and she wake up and five years in the future or 30 years into the future, 15 years into the future, and her life is completely different and she has to figure out kind of how she got there to where she is now. From, you know, where she was to where she is now uh, in the future and what happens and what kind of gets her to that place. Um, it's probably, it's, you know, um, it kind of tells you a lot about your choices in life and everything. And so I'm really looking forward to reading that one. I've heard of great, great, great things. Um. A lot of people have been picking this as, like, their book of the year um, type of thing. It's a light, it's a eye-opening book to a lot of people. And I'm um, looking, really looking forward to reading it. Um, the next book that I'm going to be hopefully picking up by the end of the year is uh, Memorial. It's a novel by Brian Washington. And um, I'm going to read you the synopsis of that. This one, uh, Benson and Mike are two young guys who live together in Houston. Mike is a Japanese-American chef at a Mexican restaurant, and Benson's a black daycare teacher, and they've been together for a few years, good years, but now they're not, not, and now they're not sure why they're still a couple. There's a sex share in the meals Mike cooks for Benson, and well, they love each other. But when Mike finds out his estranged father is dying in his homeland, just as his uh, mother, Miss Scow, arrives in Texas for a visit, Mike picks up and flies across the world to say goodbye. In Japan, he undergoes an extraordinary transformation. He's discovering the truth about his family and his past back home, Miss Scow and Benson are stuck living together as unconventional roommates, an obscure dom domestic situation that leads Benson to a deeper understanding of family and himself. Benson begins to push outward, realizing he might just know what he wants out of life to have and have the goods to get it. Both men will change in ways that will either make them stronger together or fracture everything they've ever known. Just and just maybe they'll be they'll all be okay in the end. Memorial is a funny, pronounced, and profound story about 
big first loves. Family is all its forms. Becoming who you are supposed to be in the limits of love. So, um, I've heard that this is a great book about family and um, kind of learning about, you know, your family background um, and kind of seeing if, like, if you're making the right, you know, choices now. Um, as well, it's about love, um, family in the past and um, I've heard great things about it. So, um, I've also got this book from, um, Book of the Month as well. Um, I got, uh, In Five Years, I believe, um, I got this one from a, um, website that kind of recommends, um, books. I think it's called, uh, book recommendations or something you kind of put in, you know, you fill out a whole, uh, form, um, you fill out a whole form about, you know, the type of books that you like to read, um, the type of authors you like to read, the genre you like to read, and then, um, you then submit the form, and then about a month later, they'll email you back with a list of books and you can either buy the books uh they'll send you the books in the mail or um you can go buy them yourself um you know at any local bookstore um but i can give you the list of the actual name of the um of the website it's actually the name of the actual website is uh Hold on. It's actually um, tbr.com. Um, it's to be read, to be... Uh, yeah, it's uh, to be read. Um, .com, uh, tbr. You can just Google it and it will come up. And uh, you just fill out a form, and um, people, they will take your uh, suggestions, and they'll give you a list of books back to you. Um, and you can either sign up uh, subscription-wise where, you know, there's choices. So you can either just get the recommendations for free, or you can um, buy the service, and they'll send you uh, the books that they recommend uh, to you in the mail. And that's what I did. Um, I signed up to get um, the books in the mail once they uh, come back with the recommendations. And uh, five, in five years was one of them. Um, along with the uh, Jessica Simpson's biography um, as well. Um, I'm probably not going to be able to get to this by the end of the year. But um, possibly I can. And the Jessica Simpson book is called Open Book. Um, so that's a story that she wrote uh, herself about her career, her life, and everything. Um, so I'm hoping to probably get to that by the uh, maybe the beginning of uh, um, next year. The other book 
that I'm hopefully uh, going to start. Probably not finish because it's a gigantic book. Um, but it's the first book in the um, Game of Thrones series um, as well. So that is uh, my to-be-read uh, you know, list bef- um, for the rest of the year. And hopefully I will be able to get um, read and get these reviews to you uh, by the end of the year as well. So uh, there you have it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I have the books and the best leaders readers. Have a great day.